MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to episode 613 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Applebaum. What's going on, everyone? Happy Wednesday. We are halfway through our week here, guys, uh, and we're grinding. We're grinding in the arena. So looking back toward yesterday, 4-3 and three plus 0.34 units. Uh, a couple notable things and kind of teachable moments and things just to hit on. So number one, that 4-3 and three with a slight profit uh, plus 0.34 units. That was uh, basically if you had re-bet the LA Dodgers game. So maybe you were uh, slightly down here based on the Dodgers result. But here's the important thing of betting to risk, not betting to win, but also looking at run lines and listed pitcher versus action because the Dodgers, uh, who were thinking it was going to be White, uh, Walter White's son making the start there. Uh, instead, he gets scratched. Repriot makes the start, and uh, Dodgers obviously end up winning by two, so they cover that number. But here's the important thing and the advantage to uh, always betting Listed pitcher, not action. So if you bet action, you know, you would have gotten lucky anyway because, of course, you know, with the pitching change, you would have been locked into your bet and you would have cashed regardless. But betting listed pitcher, the whole point here, guys, is it gives you the ability to still bet something, you know, if you still like it, but it kind of keeps you away from a dangerous liability moment if what you did all day was, you know, cap based on a pitching matchup, then a guy gets scratched, uh, then again, your kind of whole bets get, get screwed up here. So my whole point being with that Dodgers one, which was, again, the difference between a winning and a losing night, 
even though the guy got scratched and your bet got refunded, canceled, it was no action, obviously, you still have the ability to re-bet it. So that's the whole thing with if you bet action. You're tied in, you're locked in no matter what. Listed pitcher gives you at least some freedom and some you know, uh, free will, I guess you should say, to re-bet something if you like it anyway. So the Dodgers on the run line comes through. Looking at MLB guys, uh, what was it, 3-3. Three and three. We got Miami. That thing got a little bit dicey there at the end, but the fish came through. Uh, Sandy Alcantara, he was plus 175. Favorite uh, Cy Young going into last night. What do you go? Eight innings, ten runs, or eight innings, uh, ten Ks, uh, no runs. Guy's unbelievable here. I got to check his odds. He's probably pl- uh, down to plus 150. Uh, we got the Cleveland over, which is nice. That one was super fishy. Uh, again, Dodgers run line, as we had mentioned. Toronto over was tough because it landed on eight, and I think there was a 4-3 game with seven runs, like in the fifth inning, and then bats went totally cold in that one. And then Yankees uh, got bit by a, by a value-not-sharp play, so I tipped my captain, anyone who had the stones to bet the Pirates last night. That line move ended up being the right one here. So uh, if you did take plus money with the Pirates, that was a heck of a hit last night. The Mets, that was a tough one because that was a 0-0 game. You couldn't get any runs at all if you are the Mets there, and they lose it in the ninth. Uh, but 3-3 three and three MLB. But the nice one was the fever. Give me the fever. I got a prescription. I need more cowbell. I got a fever. Uh, nice hit there with the over. Uh, bouncing back after the previous night, we had lost our play. But sticking to our system match, over steam. That over steam move, you see it go at least uh, at least a run, um, one point up. Now 58% to the over. And we were lo- kind of lucky, and it was I was loving this one because it was kind of raining. And uh, I was actually on the grill in the backyard. We were uh, you know, roasting up some uh, some steak tips for, uh, for dinner. And I'm trying to watch the game, and it's starting to rain a little bit. Uh, but I'm like sweating this game and I'm, I'm watching it with my iPad out on the grill, like under my deck, trying to not get under my canopy, trying not to get wet. But in, this was kind of like nip and tuck the whole way. Then the third quarter, did you guys notice this? They combined for like, I think like 60 points is one of the highest scoring third quarters that I have seen. So we did get our fever over, which is nice to see. So overall, hopefully you rebet the Dodgers game or if you got lucky and accidentally did action, you won anyway. Uh, either way, four and three plus 0.34 units. You love to see it. Uh, yesterday's pod, we, we hit on some UFC. We hit on some NFL player props. I got more to get to today. So hopefully, uh, you know, at least one way to approach kind of the, the slow summer months. You know, it's slow for a lot of people, not for us. We'll have action here. But trying to balance our day-to-day sweats, you know, our sweats for tonight versus trying to, you know, continue to uh, do our homework and get ready for upcoming futures bets. So what I mean by that is, you know, talking UFC uh, early. I'm loving this line movement toward uh, our guy that we mentioned yesterday, Nachukwu, uh, who is now uh, – I got a minus 120. I woke up today. You guys must have steamed him from the Market Insights pod because our buddy uh, Nachukwu is now up to minus 135. So, uh, again, that's that's a good sign here, guys. We uh, identified a younger, taller, longer-reach line move early in the week, and we got 15 cents of CLV. Now, we all know CLV. It's not a guaranteed winner here. It means we're reading the market correctly, uh, but hopefully if we can cash that thing, uh, we'll get a bigger payout because we targeted it early. But I do have another bet. UFC uh, biting in the arena, not just Nachuku, but another fighter here with a nice sharp uh, move here with a good low bets, higher dollars. I do have a WNBA play for tonight on a total, but is it an over? And just I'll let you guys know. Is it an over? Is it an under? We shall see. Is it a spread? I would do have a, a, a WNBA bet. It's a huge Major League Baseball day. I got eight bets in Major League Baseball, including some totals. I want to kind of get into totals a little bit more. Uh, it was nice we got our Cleveland over. Obviously, kind of a tough beat there with the the Oakland over. Uh, but the beauty of those totals is they're minus 110 juice, minus 115. So uh, that's going to be kind of another way to approach as we get deeper into the year. We've identified, you know, who are the good over-under teams, where are the fishy numbers. There's a really fishy total uh, today that I want to share with you. I'm on the over, and these teams have gone under, like, you know, forever, uh, every single day for, like, a week. So it's another fishy one here. Uh, we also have the debut of Brian Bayo. It's not Brian Bello. It's Brian Bayo. 
Uh, Red Sox number one pitching prospect. Can't wait to talk about that game. As I mentioned, WNBA, another UFC. But I did want to add and continue our discussion on NFL getting our card together. Remember yesterday we talked about using Instagram to hopefully cash a bet uh, as I am a weirdo and I follow Mac Jones' girlfriend to see how ripped he is uh, so I can go over 23.5 touchdowns. But again, talk Cousins over 31.5, Stafford over 34.5. But I got a new fresh batch of data for NFL divisional odds. And again, line movement, low bets, higher dollars, the same strategy that, uh, yes, lost on Jabari Smith, but, you know, cashed Marcus Smart, Defensive Player of the Year, Jokic, uh, Moritz Seidner in the uh, in the N- uh, NHL Rookie of the Year, Calder. Uh, so some interesting numbers here, and I did add a couple divisional bets to win the division uh, with some really good numbers here. So a lot to get to on a big Wednesday. I got a huge MLB slate, eight bets overall, one in the WNBA, another addition to our UFC card, and I have... Uh, let's see, one, two, three, four NFC division bets that I want to share with you. So a lot to get to today on a big Wednesday. With that being said, guys, reminder, if you haven't done it yet, sign up for the VEASAN newsletter. Just go to VEASAN.com slash newsletter. It's the best way to stay plugged into VEASAN and everything that's going on in the sports betting market. Uh, once you sign up, you'll wake up every day to the best sports betting coverage around. So today's newsletter let off with the Scottish Open. Uh, so if you're a golfer out there and you want some uh, tips and some best bets, the Long Shots crew, Brady Kinn and Wes Reynolds have a lot of uh, breakdowns here on the Scottish Open. We have our MLB Daily Betting Guide, of course, led by Adam Burke, Derek Carty, Jason Weingarten. Promos for legal sports books. Take advantage. They want your business. You want to shop for the best line. Run out of all the shows, guests, and hosts that day uh, at VEASAN. So you can uh, figure out who you want to tune into. Hopefully it's all the programs. Hopefully it's <clears throat> betting across America. By the way, my guy Mike Pritch, back from vacation, he had Seattle plus money yesterday. Uh, that was a play that I was kind of looking at. I didn't mention it, but uh, cashed. Cash for Pritch. So love to see that. Uh, you also get links to all of our city casts. Great football, uh, college, and NFL coverage from Michael Lombardi, Matty Humans, and the crew. You get my Market Insights column every day, giving you MLB Sharp reports. And, of course, you'll get toward the bottom of the newsletter all of our how-to, how to become a better, better Sports Betting 10 series, uh, tips, strategies, and uh, and good advice there. Uh, so that's another uh, kind of way to continue to you know work on your craft here with our how-to series. Um, but if you're looking to uh, take that next step in your sports betting journey, we have a great promo right now. Only 19 bucks. It's our summer special. Covers you now until July 31st. It's still less than a dollar a day. Give it a shot. Once you sign up, you'll get our college football betting guide, which is going to come out in the last week of July. You get every Points for Weekly magazine. You know, if PSW helps you cash one UFC bet, you know, it'll pay for your $19 membership pretty much. Uh, but then also you'll get all the afternoon best bet emails. Again, all of our betting guides, everything behind the VEASAN.com paywall, stat splits, power ratings, as well as a live stream of all the VEASAN shows. So give it a shot. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. And lastly, get on Twitter. Twitter's where the betting convo never ends. Twitter is where we stay plugged into a real-time market. It's a fantastic, and I would say a required resource if you're going to bet on sports because it's not just who you like and which side you like and, uh, you know, the the side or, you know, the the money line spread, total, whatever it may be. It's about when you bet and and when you get down and what number you got. So uh, Twitter is where we can find out MLB starting lineups as soon as they come out, scratch starting pitchers like the Dodgers game. You're on Twitter, you see that. You could, again, re-bet it, and that would have been the difference between a, a slight winning versus slight losing night. Uh, you know, lo- following local beat reporters, searching guys who are questionable, creating a gambling community, all very important and all available to you once you get on Twitter. So uh, make sure you follow at VEASAN Live, the mothership. You can follow me at Josh underscore insights. You can always DM me or shoot me an email, josh at VEASAN.com, questions, comments, suggestions. Got to get referred to a new sports book, you need an app to track your bets. You have questions about, you know, uh, hedging or gambling philosophy or contrarian or line movement. Uh, I'm your guy, so reach out, and I'd be happy to help you in any way that I can. Or if you just want to say hello, that's cool too. Uh, again, Josh 
at vison.com and uh, at Josh underscore insights. That's how you can contact me. So with that being said, today is a big major league baseball day. I was going through the slate today. Uh, and again, we have uh, 14 games overall. There's a bunch of early games that again, the pod won't be out in time, but uh, you guys will be just fine knowing, uh, knowing our model here in our system matches. But I found a lot of good sharp bets today. So I have eight bets. I told you guys, I don't know, a couple weeks ago, I really want to keep MLB to like five, six bets a night. But I'm not going to, you know, lay off a bet if I think it's sharp. You know, some days it's eight, some days it's four. Uh, so I kind of want to keep that average around six. But with that being said, I love the board today. And I think it's important, you know, you go into every single day without any preconceived notions. You look at the board as it is. Uh, you kind of let the board speak to you. So sometimes you love a board and maybe you have a bad day. Sometimes you don't really love a board, but you play it anyway. And sometimes you have a good day. So I don't think based on looking at the board and looking at line movement, you know, you should bet more today because you love the board or bet less tomorrow because you don't like the board. If it's a match, it's a match. And as a flat better, we play our system matches and we play, uh, of course, the, you know, the, the plays that uh, catch our eye and meet our criteria. So I just wanted to address that. Because uh, sometimes I remember one day I was like, I love the board and we had kind of a, a losing night. Someone's like, you love the board. You lost. It's like, that's not really the way it goes. Like, again, you can like something, or and not do well or do great. You could love the board and have a great day. I just think uh, you don't want to say, oh, I don't love it, so let me bet less, or oh, this is an amazing board, let me bet way more. So again, uh, just keep that in mind. It's flat betting and betting to risk, not betting to win always. So first play on the board for me, guys, I'm going to sweat Otani today. We got the Angels in Miami. It got dicey last night. I was like, are, 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 are the Marlins really going to give up this awesome pitching start by, uh, uh, by uh, Alcantara? Because it was uh, two nothing going into the ninth, they loaded the bases. I'm like, Jesus, am I going to lose this bet? Uh, but luckily, they uh, they got a couple lineouts to center and won the game. But today, I'm going to bet on Otani uh, to get back in the green here and help this uh, Angels team that struggled a little bit here. So to me, this is an ultimate buy low, sell high. Right off the bat, the Angels have lost four straight. Miami has won six straight. So I think the obvious play is, hey, Miami's getting plus money. Take them today. But we've kind kind of seen some line movement. It's kind of come back a little bit. But pretty much all liability has been on the side of the Angels. So Otani's on the bump facing Rodgers here. Angels open around a minus 150 favorite. They At one point, they got all the way up to like minus 175. They're back down to around minus 160, so it's kind of come back a little bit. But either way, I'm going to sweat Otani here. I got a lot of good system matches, a non-division road favorite. Uh, this year is 148 and 86, 63%, a 7% ROI. You also have a favorite low total. So correlative betting, favorite minus 150 or more with a total of, uh, this one is actually seven. Uh, so really low total here, good correlative betting value. You also have interleague favorite, interleague line move system match, both with the Angels. And of course, it all stems with Otani. Seven and four, 2.68 ERA this year. In the month of June, he had a 1.52 ERA. And the Angels are 4-0, the last four starts from Otani. On the flip side, Rodgers. He's been really uh, bad this year. Hopefully that continues. Uh, but he's 4-6 and six with a 5.56 ERA. In the month of June, he had a 7.06 ERA. So hopefully, um, you know, you look at the lineup of uh, the uh, the Angels. They have a bunch of right-handed hitters facing a lefty today. Hopefully that's an advantage. Uh, but you look at the Angels. They're 29-23 and, and 23 as a favorite. Miami is just 15-28 and 28 as a dog. And by the way, betting against the Angels yesterday, what are they now, 5-22 and 22 as a dog? Angels are bet against as a dog, but not today. They're favored. Hopefully Otani comes through, and again, the ultimate buy low, sell high. Team on a losing streak versus team on a winning streak. Let's buy low on that team that's struggling to get back in the win column. So first play of the day, Otani, little bit of line movement, non-division road favorite. Uh, we have, a uh, again, a correlative betting uh, favorite move with a low total. My first bet is Otani and the Angels, minus 155. Next play for me. Uh, Washington and Philadelphia. I'm going to take the under in this game, guys. This is gray against Nola right off the bat. Uh, you're looking at almost, um, 65% of bets on the over. 
Yet, the total open at 8, and it's really juiced up 8 under minus 120. So it looks like some liability to the under to me. Uh, I was, And then it went right to our, uh, our VEASAN.com splits page, and it pretty much proves it. Uh, only 39% of bets are on this under, but it's accounting for 61% of money. Again, low bets, higher dollars. The juice is trending 8 under minus 115, so you have all liability to the under. It's a little bit of a weather play. Uh, you look at the weather uh, forecast for it today. It's kind of warm. It's like 80 degrees, but the wind is blowing in about 5 to 10 miles an hour. We do have a home plate ump that's uh, one of your better home plate umps to the under uh, overall. Bill Miller, he's about 54% to the under. You also get the two pitchers, uh, pretty good pitchers here. Gray, 6-5, and five, 4.22 ERA, but in the month of June, he's had, he had a 1.13 ERA. And Aaron Nola, 5-5, five 3.13, five, but in June a 2.51. And you also look at um, the uh, the Washington Nationals. They could be missing both Soto and Cruz, who could be out of the lineup here with injuries. So we got juiced up under, despite the public hitting the over. We have a really good low bets, higher dollar bet split to the under. 39% bets, 61% money. Wind's blowing in. We got an under ump. We got two good pitchers here. I'm on the under. Give me the, give me the Nats and Phillies under 8. I got the under 8 at minus 115. Next play for me, Texas-Baltimore. I told you I'm going to incorporate uh, some more totals here. Give me the over in this one. I've seen the over go 2-0 and so far this series between Texas and Baltimore. This is a weather-based play as well. Uh, it's 85 degrees in Baltimore with the wind slightly blowing out a little bit. Uh, so, again, when it's when it's hot, uh, it's tough for the pitchers and the batters. You know, when they're waiting in the dugout, they can get a you know a nice fan on their face and uh, you know a nice sip of cold water and maybe a wet towel on their neck. So, again, it's an advantage to the hitters. The pitchers are out there baking in the sun and on the mound here. Uh, so again, heat always benefits overs. Also, you look at kind of like the um, kind of the uh, atmospheric stuff. I'm not going to get into some Bill Nye, but uh, when it's hotter out, you know, and humid as well, uh, sometimes the ball travels a little bit better. But anyway, uh, you look at this matchup. What I like about Visa.com bet splits: 60% of bets are on the over, but it's taking into account 83% of money. So that is a plus 23 smart money over dif- differential. Uh, Otto is on the bump for Texas. He's got a 5.63 ERA. And since June 1st, he's got an ERA of 10 in three starts. He's gone 12 innings pitched, uh, or sorry, 11 innings pitched, 12 runs. So hopefully Otto gets lit up. And Watkins, he's 1-1 one one with a 4.61 ERA. Uh, but last year he had an 8.07 ERA. So I'm thinking Watkins, uh, Otto, that combination hopefully will give up at least five runs each and the bullpen a couple more maybe. But the overs 2-0 this series, uh, the overs 4-1, the last five head-to-head. Baltimore has been a good over team this year. They're 10-5. Uh, to the over at home their last 15 and Texas is six and three to the over their last nine and seven and three to the over their last 10. So we got a good bet first dollar split and oh by the way the total open at nine now it's up to nine and a half and again the, even though it kind of rose some shops are even minus 110 I even see one nine and a half over minus 115. So we have line movement to the over it's a hot night in Baltimore uh, we have two pitchers who hopefully will get lit up here with high ERAs 60% bets over 83% dollars, and both these teams have really trended over recently and head-to-head. So I want some runs at Camden Yards tonight. Give me the Texas-Baltimore over 9.5. Now the game that I'm really, really excited about because this is a uh, top prospect for Boston, their number one pitching pitching prospect making his debut, Brian Bayo. And his last name is spelled B-E-L-L-O. It's not Bello, it's Bayo. Uh, again, make sure you, you, you roll your L's, uh, or roll your R's, but Bayo, it's like silent. It's like, it's not Scott Bayo. It's Brian Bayo, but this kid, uh, is legit. And hopefully he pitches very well tonight. I'm on the Red Sox. So Brian Bayo, the number one prospect for Boston, uh, in terms of pitching, he's 10 and four with a 2.33 ERA in the minors. He started in double a, went to triple He's dominated both levels. And now he's making his debut. So right off the bat, we do have movement toward Boston. 
Uh, they opened as low as minus 110 at home. We've seen them get bet up to around minus 120. Some shops at one point even got as high as like minus 125, minus 130. So it's always notable to me when a new pitcher comes up from the minors, like is he an automatic bet against? Are they going to bet on him? You know, sometimes, again, you can come up and have a great debut. Sometimes you can come up and get knocked around. But as soon as it was announced that Bayo would start, the line moved to Boston, so I like that angle. Also, Rafael Devers, uh, he was uh, off yesterday. He had a day off. He's back in, so you should have the full Red Sox. Really good hitting lineup here, and that's another reason I like um, the Red Sox here. They're hitting 261 on the year, just 236 for Tampa Bay. Also, Boston 27 and 17 as a favorite. They're 21 and 17 at home, and a really good bet versus dollar split. Only 52% of bets are on the Red Sox, but they're taking in 70% of the money. That's a plus 18. Uh, smart money differential. And think of it this way. If it's 50-50, you know, 52% Red Sox, line shouldn't move at all. Yet they did move minus 110, closer to minus 120. So let's go Brian Bayo. Uh, I want I want to mow down these uh, these hitters here for Tampa Bay. Give me Brian Bayo in his MLB debut uh, in the Red Sox. I'm on the Sox tonight. Let's go Bayo, minus 121. Uh, next play for me, guys. Uh, another. This is the fishy, fishy, fishy over that I was talking about. Uh, the St. Louis Cardinals and Atlanta Braves over. Straight off the bat, you have two good pitchers on the bump, Michaelis and Max Freed. Uh, and both these guys have an ERA of like less than three. So if these guys are really good pitchers, then why did the total open at 8.5 and, and get juiced up 8.5 over minus 120? That doesn't make any sense. Like, you know, I can totally get it with the Texas over move, two good pitchers, or sorry, two bad pitchers, high ERAs. But with Freed and Michaelis, they're both really good. Wouldn't you think the under would be getting hit with two good starters? It's just the opposite. The over is getting hit here. So uh, the total open at 8.5, again, as I mentioned, it's really juiced up, minus 120. It may even get to 9. There's also a bit of a weather-based play, um, 90 degrees at Truist Park in Atlanta. The wind is blowing out around 5 to 10 miles an hour. Uh, the under is 2-0 this series. Atlanta is 4-1 to the under their last 5. St. Louis is 6-1 to the under their last 7. So if we have two good pitchers on the bump, both teams have really trended under this series in recently then why on earth is the total juiced up over? This is one of those fishy overs that I want to get behind. Again, reminds me a lot of that Detroit and Guardians over from yesterday. And looking at our VEASAN.com bet splits, only 35% of bets are on the over. Again, this is a public hitting the over, sorry, public hitting the under, creating a contrarian over opportunity. It's very rare you get a contrarian over opportunity. Typically, the public will almost always want to bet the over. They're not. They see two good ERAs. It's got to be an automatic under. But I, I see some liability over. So I'm going to go over St. Louis, Atlanta. Over eight and a half. Uh, next play for me. I'm gonna go Houston run line. Houston is at home against Kansas City. Uh, it was annoying because I bet Houston run line game one and they won by one and I lost my run line. Then I laid off yesterday and of course they cover the run line. Uh, so it's always kind of annoying when that happens. But uh, I'm gonna take the run line here. This is Javier against uh, Keller. Uh, Houston open minus 250. They're up to like minus 280. So again, I'm not gonna lay a minus 280 here, but I'm gonna flip it on the run line minus one and a half uh, at minus 135. So a couple things I like about this one, Javier, pitching matchup, 6-3, 2.58 ERA. He's 3-0 and his last three starts, and he's given up only two earned runs in his last 19 innings pitched. Guy's been awesome. Remember, he was part of that combined no-hitter against the Yankees in a Yankee Stadium like a week ago or a week and a half ago. Keller, who's on the bump for Kansas City, 3-9, 4.24 ERA. Uh, you look at his last 10 starts, the Kansas City Royals are 2-8, and eight, and he had an ERA of almost 6 in the month of June. It's a favorite low total. So you do have this total. Uh, looks like some under money, 8.5 down to 8. Uh, kind of missed the hook there on the 8.5, though. But that is a correlative betting, big favorite, low total. Houston, these are based on the money line, obviously. But 46-18 and 18 as a favorite, 26-11 and 11 at home. Kansas City, 22-42 and 42 as a dog, 15-25 and 25 on the road. And um, against righties, so two righties here, Keller and Javier. 
Houston is 37 and 19 against righties. Kansas City is 18 and 36 against righties. And both teams are hitting 240. They have the same average, but the big difference is their pitching staff. Uh, if you look at Houston, they have a team ERA of 2.97 with an ERA team uh, staff for Kansas City, 4.98. So again, big move, big uh, line movement toward Houston. Uh, give me the run line here. Let's win it by two or more. Houston, minus one and a half, minus 135. I got a dog today, guys. I got a dog of the day. Uh, and no, it's not Metal Pup. It is the Arizona Snakes. Let's go Snakes, baby. Uh, this is a really interesting um, gambler's fallacy situation. So uh, number one, if you look at San Fran, Arizona, uh, San Fran has been a big favorite both games. They've lost both times. They're like minus 185, minus 165. Arizona's 2-0 this series. They won 8-3. They won 6-2. They're like plus 165 and plus 145 in those two games. So what I mean by gambler's fallacy is, you know, basically everyone is saying, hey, San Fran, they're the better team. They got to bounce back and win today. There's no way Arizona can continue to sweep and win this series uh, when they, quote-unquote, stink and, you know, they've gotten lucky the first two. But nope, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, you go to the roulette wheel, it lands on red 10 times in a row. I think everyone would imagine, okay, the 11th time it's got to be black. Nope, it could be red again. So I think that's the thought process here. Uh, And I really like this line move toward Arizona. Uh, Arizona is only getting 39% of bets at BetMGM, or sorry, at DraftKings, but it actually opened San Fran minus 140. They're down to minus 125. So we've seen this line move toward Arizona, plus 130, down to plus 115. I jumped on Arizona. They're a divisional dog with a reverse line move. Again, it's the ultimate gambler's fallacy. They can't win again. Yes, they can. Uh, I like the pitching advantage. This is Cobb, 3-3 three three with a 4.59 ERA for San Fran. But Merrill Kelly uh, has been one of the better pitchers that I think no one talks about. He's 7-5 and five with a 3.46 ERA. Arizona's 4-2 the last six starts uh, with uh, with Kelly here. And Arizona's 5-8 and eight their last eight. Or sorry, 5-3 and three their last eight. San Fran has lost six straight. So San Fran's really been struggling here. Uh, and the gambler's fallacy says, no way Arizona can win again. Yes, they can. Let's go Snakes. Sharp reverse line move on a divisional dog. Give me Arizona, plus 115. Then last play of the night, guys. Uh, wash, rinse, repeat. I'm going back to the well with the Dodgers run line here. The Dodgers are against Colorado once again. They open minus 300, a massive number. They're all the way up to like minus 320. So the line's moving even further in their favor. Um, and again, I'm not going to lay a 300. So I'm going to go run line here. I'm going to go Dodgers. Minus one and a half at minus 160. Uh, this is Jose Urena against uh, our guy Mike White, or Mitch White. I always get it screwed up, so he got pushed back from last night to tonight. But Jose Urena, uh, he has no record this year. Um, he hasn't really pitched a lot. I think he pitched a couple games maybe for Milwaukee. But Urena, uh, over the last four years, his ERA has been way over five. So Urena's been getting lit up here uh, over a very long sample size over the last few years. I think he had one good year with the Marlins, but it's been pretty much uh, really rough since then. Uh, and White, 1-1, one one, 3.93 ERA. But you also look at the Dodgers. Uh, they're 15-28 as a favorite. They're 25-13 at home. They're 35-18 against righties. Colorado has been a bet against as a dog, 25-38. They're just 12-25 on the road, and they're only 20-30 against right-handed pitchers. And this is what really was interesting to me. Uh, if you look at the Dodgers on the money line this year, just winning the game straight up, they're 51-29, 64%. You're actually down a couple units here. You have a minus 2% ROI because you're laying these minus numbers, these minus 300s. Dodgers on the run line, way better. On the run line, they're 47 and 33, 59%. So you've lost or you've won, you know, 5% less, uh, but you actually have a 16% ROI. So it goes to show that, that the Dodgers, when they win their games, they typically win by two or more. That's the whole point of that comparison between the money line and the spread. 
So I'm hoping for much of the same here. Uh, it's also notable to me that the nine, uh, the total nine is juiced up over minus 120. So maybe they're expecting Dodgers to just really, you know, put up a ton of runs here and crooked numbers against Urena. Uh, but I'm on the Dodgers to win by two or more, minus one and a half, minus 160. So our eight bets in Major League Baseball. Can we get five or six or more of them? Give me Otani Day, Angels, minus 155. Washington Nationals, under eight. Texas Rangers, over nine and a half. Boston Red Sox, on Bayo Day, minus 121. St. Louis, our fishy, fishy, over, over eight and a half. Houston, run line, minus one and a half, minus 135. Arizona, dog of the day, plus 115. And Dodgers, on the run line, minus one and a half, minus 160. There you have it, guys. First half of the pod here in the books, but don't go anywhere. we got more to get to. Uh, WNBA, we had a nice winner to the over last night, uh, and I have a play on a WNBA steam system tonight as well. So WNBA play when we get back. Uh, I'm going to add one more bet to our UFC card, continuing to try to get these bets in a little bit earlier so we can beat some closing lines. Our guy Nachukwu, we already got some CLV with him. And then I also wanted to mention, again, continuing to add to our NFL offseason futures card I have a couple or a few division uh, bets here. Who will win divisions? The AFC East, the AFC South, the NFC South, the NFC West. Some really good line moves, as well as some really interesting low bets, higher dollar system matches here. So don't go anywhere. Going to continue to talk WNBA, UFC, biting, and a little bit of NFL futures. When we return on episode 613 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast, with me, your buddy, your host, the guy you grind and sweat with in the arena, Approaching it from a data-driven contrarian angle, your buddy Josh Applebaum. Stick with us, guys. We'll be right back. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know... Okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. 
When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, everyone, we are back at it on episode 613 on a big Wednesday here, halfway through our week. Uh, again, hopefully you rebet the Dodgers last night after that scratch pitcher. If you did, eked out a profit, 4-3 and three plus 0.34 units. Uh, we started the pod, of course, uh, recapping yesterday, but really talking a lot of Major League Baseball. We had eight bets overall, trying to get five, six, or more of those. Uh, but I wanted to uh, continue to progress and, and talk about some sweats for tonight. So uh, looking back toward yesterday, guys, uh, again, we had a huge third quarter to get our over in the Storm FIVA game, which was nice. Uh, there was actually an early 1 o'clock game WNBA tonight. I was kind of annoyed by that because I was hoping uh, that we would actually get um, you know some more night games so we can get an opportunity. I, there was actually something I liked on Skylinks, but uh, too early to uh, or, you know, too early and before the pod to bet it. Uh, what I'm going to do, uh, one game tonight that really caught my eye, the Mystics and the Dream. Now, this isn't a huge system match, but I think this is a pretty good um, bet first dollar discrepancy as well as a, uh, a good matchup play. Uh, what I'm looking at is the under. So I'm looking at the Mystics and the Dream. It's an 8 o'clock game, under 157. Now, what I like about this one, uh, it opened like 156.5. It got up to 157.5, came back down to 157. It's kind of been going back and forth here a little bit, but there are a lot of reasons to like this under 157. And maybe you find a 157.5, but either way, guys, number one, uh, I went to our VEASAN.com splits page. Only 31% of bets are on the under but it's taking in 65% of the money. That's a plus 34 smart money differential between bets and dollars to the under. And a lot of reasons to like this under, mostly in terms of uh, two really bad offenses and two fantastic defenses here. The Mystics are, are giving up, or sorry, the Mystics are scoring 79 points a game. That ranks ninth in the WNBA. Remember, there's only 12 teams. So if you flip it, that's the fourth worst offense in uh, WNBA. Now the Dream are even worse. They're scoring 78 points a game. That's 10th. Uh, so that's the third worst in WNBA. So we have bottom, 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 uh, bottom of the barrel offenses here, and we have great defenses. The Mystics are only giving up 76 points a game. That's the number one defensive efficiency team in the WNBA. And the Dream are only giving up 79 points a game. That's fourth best in, WNBA, in the WNBA. So you have the third and fourth worst offenses. We have the first and fourth best defenses. And in terms of um, the Mystics here, they are dead last in terms of pace. Uh, they rank 12th in the WNBA, and they're favored here by five and a half. So again, kind of like a Gonzaga, you know, uh, get up, you know, get up big, take your foot off the gas. I know it's not a big spread technically; you need like a double-digit spread here. Uh, but it's notable to me that uh, hey, this team is super, super slow. They're favored to win, so maybe you really keep the pace of this game down. So I'm on under 157. Uh, again, bad offenses, good defenses, slow pace with the Mystics. Really good bet versus dollar discrepancy, 31% bets under, but 65% money, a plus 34 differential. But then also, if you look at just a week ago, these teams met up, 
and it was a 92-74 game. So they scored 166 points. So if they scored 166 points just a week ago, why is this total set at 157? Like, wouldn't shouldn't it be similar to you know what that total was? Shouldn't it be in the low 160s or mid 160s? That seems fishy to me. Uh, so again, why is it so low? Uh, tells me it's low for a reason. So it's not a perfect like you know open 160. It's down to 158. Take the under. It's been co- going back and forth a little bit, but it seems to me the 157 and a half and the 157. That's your high water mark. So I got down on the uh, Mystics Dream under 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 157. I want very few points. So let's get a lot of missed shots. Let's chew up the shot clock uh, and let's uh, let's see if we can get a low scoring game here. Give me the Mystics under 157. Uh, we mentioned yesterday we started off our card here, and I like seeing my boy Tim Fraley grind with me here, also on Nachukwu. Uh, remember, Nachukwu opened minus one, what was it, plus 105 actually, and flipped to like a minus 120 dog. He was younger, taller, had a longer reach, uh, good bet versus dollar discrepancy, uh, but now he's up to like minus 135. So we have in-pocket Nachukwu, uh, and the one that I added today, uh, let me just dial this up here, make sure I got it in front of me. Uh, it's Tercios, or ter- Tercio, I believe it's Tercios. Uh, so our guy Tercios, let me find it for you. Ricky Tercios. He's fighting Eamon Zahabi. This is a bantamweight bout here. Uh, number one, a lot of physical advantages here. We're checking off every box. Our guy Tercios, who's 12-2 and in the UFC, uh, fighting Zahabi, who's 8-2. But Tercios is 29. Zahabi is 34. So Fade Fighters, uh, you know, 35 or older, he's 34. But Fade Fighters, five years or older, you have five-year age youth advantage. Uh, you know, again, uh, vitality, vibrancy, whatever you want to call it. Youth advantage, Tercios, 29. His opponent's 34. He's five foot eight. His opponent's five foot seven. It's nothing huge there, but one-inch advantage. And then reach. He's got a 71-inch reach, 68-inch reach here for his hobby. And then also line movement. Tercios opened, uh, I believe he was around a minus 170 favorite. Seen him get bet up to minus 190. So you have a line move in favor of Tercios. He's younger. He's taller. He's got a longer reach. Not a huge bet discrepancy. He's getting about 80% of bets, but 86% of money. But that is a good line move uh, that I want to get behind. And again, if we can continue to identify these bets a little bit earlier in the week, I'm thinking maybe he crosses over to a minus 200 territory by uh, uh, by Saturday night. So uh, we have Nachukwu in pocket. Hopefully got the minus 120 from yesterday. He's now minus 135. And the second bet today added for UFC, Ricky Tercios. Minus 190. Uh, now to go to some NFL talk. Again, I want to continue to hit on some NFL each day uh, because it still feels far away, but believe me, it's not that far away. Before you know it, we'll be betting NFL, and I actually cannot wait to get back to NFL season, my favorite sport to bet on. But anyway, guys, I got a new batch of data from BetMGM uh, giving us, and again, I always love it when I get these from my buddy John Ewing, uh, but to me, it's it's a good way to kind of you know pull back the curtain, take away your own bias, and say, hey, you know, where's the smart money going here? Uh, so I wanted to, to let you guys know some of these divisional odds, and I do I had I have bet some of these. Uh, so I already had a couple of these in pocket, but I added a couple based on this data as well. So let's start off with the AFC East, uh, the Buffalo Bills. No one circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Of course, you know I'm a Patriots fan. I'm, I am on the Patriots uh, over eight and a half win total, uh, but Dolphins are eight and a half. There are nine maybe. They might be juiced up under. I kind of want to fade them because you know Tyree Kill. You win the offseason. Typically, that's a good uh, thing to bet against because you get pounded by the public narrative of oh look at these moves that they made. They got to be a great team, but they're actually juiced up under with the Dolphins, the Jets. You know everyone's saying they won the draft. Uh, I like to fade them again as well. So my bet here is the Buffalo Bills to win the AFC East. Uh, and what I like about this one, I bet it last year too. It was able to come through. But this kind of checks off all the boxes. They open a minus 185 favorite to win the AFC East. Now they're up to minus 190. So you have a line move toward the Bills. 
and also a massive sharp discrepancy here in terms of bets and dollars. The Bills are getting 35% of bets to win the AFC East, but they're getting 61% of the money. That is a massive, massive bet versus dollar discrepancy here. Uh, again, you know, almost 30% more money than bets. To give, give you a good comparison of you know what's sharp and what's not, the Miami Dolphins are getting 33% of bets to win the AFC. So Dolphins are 33%, Buffalo is 35%. So pretty much they're even. Those are the two uh, big favorites to, you know, or at least the most bets here to win the AFC East. But while the Bills are getting 35% with 61% money, the Dolphins are getting 33% bets with 18% money. So what does that tell you? It tells me the wagers on the Bills to win their division are your bigger, sharper bets. Your wagers on the Dolphins to win the division are your $5 average Joe Square bets here. So I did add the Buffalo Bills. I took their over 11.5 win total uh, earlier this summer. Uh, I really like the progression of this team overall and obviously adding Von Miller and Jamison Crowder and um, you know, good, uh, solid coaching staff there. I know they lose day ball, but uh, love what McDermott's done culture-wise. And, of course, Josh Allen. You know, it's a quarterback league, and Josh Allen's gotten better and better every year. And the way that they lost in Kansas City, I think he's going to come back hungry as well. So I bet the Bills to win the AFC East, 35% bet, 61% money, huge discrepancy, minus 185 to minus 190. And, again, I know when you're betting these futures, you don't really like laying minus numbers, and you got to be okay with tying up your bankroll for the next, you know, seven months basically. Got to have the liquidity to be able to offset that. But I did put that in pocket. Bills to win the AFC East, minus 190. Uh, next play for me, AFC South. This one is really notable. Uh, it's the Indianapolis Colts. Give me the Colts, guys. Uh, the Colts actually opened at plus 140 dog to win the AFC South. So, again, you can scratch off the Texans. They're plus 2,500. You can scratch off the Jags. I don't believe in them as well. They're plus 550. So we know over the last few years it's either been Colts or Titans. The Colts opened plus 140. Now they're minus 105. The Titans opened plus 100. They were the favorite. Now they're plus 135. So the line is moving toward the Colts to win the division. Obviously, we know they're very well coached by Jim Reich. They have a great offensive line, great running game by Jonathan Taylor. I do like the Taylor. I think he's plus 600 to lead the NFL in rushing. I like that prop bet as well. Uh, but then also Matt Ryan. You bring in a you know good veteran quarterback here. You know Is he going to be Patrick Mahomes? No, but... Uh, you're in a good spot here in a dome, good coaching, good offensive weapons. I think Matt Ryan has a good year uh, for the Colts. And then you look at the Titans. I definitely respect, obviously, Vrabel, uh, but they lost their number one wide receiver, A.J. Brown. And we'll see what we can get, uh, you know, from um, from their draft pick. Who was it? Oh, man, the guy from Arkansas, Traylon Burks. Um, so I it, it kind of think that maybe you have a step back here for the Titans. And the Colts, as I mentioned, plus 140 to now minus 105. They're getting 66% of bets to win their division but it accounts for 80% of the money. Now, on the flip side, the Titans are getting 22% of bets to win the division. It only accounts for 16% of the money. So give me the Indianapolis Colts. Pretty bettable number here, guys. Minus 105. I'm on the Colts. Minus 105 to win the AFC South. Uh, the NFC South, this is kind of a, um, I already bet this one. I had a better number. I think got minus 180. Uh, and again, it, it's kind of in the range of, hey, is it too high to bet it? Uh, you're tying up your bankroll. I just don't love that the numbers move so much. But it's the Tampa Bay Bucks. Every other team in this division is terrible, guys. I mean, maybe the Saints are okay. They're plus 375. But the Panthers plus 1,200. The Falcons plus 2,000. Panthers-Falcons have no quarterback. And, uh, you know, they might be in the uh, the sweepstakes for a top pick. Um, and they have one of the few, uh, lowest win totals. Now, the Saints, they could be a little, um, you know, a little interesting here. But to me, it's the Bucks. Best roster. Tom Brady's back. Uh, the Bucks opened my, uh, plus 140. To win the division, now they're minus 300. But they're taking in 26% bets, 67% of the money. That is a massive, massive bet for dollar split. Uh, you flip it the other way, Saints are getting 53% of bets, but only 30% of the money. 
So this is up to you as a better, guys. I already got down on the Bucks to win the division. If you don't want to lay a minus 300, I don't blame you. But I like the Bucks to win that division. I do like their win total over as well. Uh, but that's a good discrepancy for Tom Brady. Uh, and then the last one that caught my eye it was addition. And this is actually a plus money here, guys. Give me the LA Rams. The LA Rams to win the NFC West. I like the Rams over win total 10.5. Ironically, it's juiced up a little bit under. Uh, but the Rams here, you know, year two with Stafford. We talked about Stafford uh, as a bet here to his over touchdowns yesterday. But McVay, obviously, with Stafford year two, you signed Bobby Wagner. You signed um, uh, Allen Robinson, another good wide receiver. I know you lose Odell. Uh, but this is a really good team. Uh, and I think they are the team to beat uh, in the NFC West. They opened plus 150. Now they're down to plus 130. And they're getting 66% of bets, but 87% of money. That's a big, big discrepancy there in their favor. Now, the 49ers are the next closest. They're plus 190, but they're getting 15% bets, only 6% money. So the Rams, plus 150 to plus 130, two-thirds of the bets, but almost 9 out of $10 in their favor. Give me the Rams. That's a plus 130, guys. That's plus money there. You got to like that. Uh, so I'm on the Rams, plus 130 to win the NFC West. Uh, so there you have it, guys. Another day, another dollar. Maybe those intrigued you. Maybe they didn't, but that's what I'll be sweating. Bills to win the AFC East, Colts to win the AFC South. Uh, the Bucks to win the NFC South and the Rams to win the NFC West. Uh, but either way, guys, uh, we hit it all today. We talked a big MLB day. Got eight sweats here. Can we get five or six or more? That would be fantastic. Got a WNBA sweat. We got added to our UFC biting card, and we talked NFL futures here. So I think we hit a lot of bases. But reminder, guys, if you enjoy the pod, if it's helped you cash some bets, you know, if you've taken more of a contrarian angle, you're starting to look at, of course, line movement, percentages, system matches. You're not just betting based on, you know, instinct and gut instinct and bias and throwing darts, but now you have a model. And now you don't flat, uh, you don't uh, parlay anymore, or at least you've limited your parlays. Hopefully, uh, don't you don't have to let me, you don't have to, you know, make me get on my soapbox and tell you why uh, it's the penny slot of sports betting. But maybe now you're uh, you're more of a flat better. You're more disciplined with your bankroll. You're betting to risk, not betting to win. You never even knew the distinction prior to the pod. Any if any of that is true. If it, the pod has helped you cash some bets, become sharper in the arena, or you just want to make my day, let me know you appreciate the hard work I put in every day. There's one thing, <clears throat> excuse me, there's one thing I ask of you. Buy my book. Go to Amazon.com. Type in the Everything Guide to Sports Betting. Pick up a copy for you or for a friend. It would mean the world to me, guys. It's got everything I've learned in the industry. How lines are set. How and why they move. How to read line movement. How to locate sharp action. How to place a bet in person or online. Uh, how to um, uh, how to shop around for the best line, how to, uh, again, set up a bankroll management plan, tips and strategies on all the major sports for chapters on each individual sport. It's all included in my book, The Everything Guide to Sports Betting. So if you want to pick up a copy for you or for a friend or for your uncle who parlays everything uh, and really needs to learn how to flat bet, or if you just want to uh, make my day and let me know, uh, hey, you think I'm a decent guy, you want to make me happy, buy a copy, give it to you or for a friend. It would mean a lot to me, guys. If you already have, thank you, thank you, and thank you again. With that being said, whether I see you at the Borgata in Atlantic City, Twin River in Rhode Island, the Brooklyn, New Hampshire, Foxwoods, or Mohegan Sun down in Connecticut, we have less than a month to get it done in Massachusetts. Let's do it. I don't want any more bad news. Just tell me it's it's been passed. Let's go. House and Senate, let's reconcile this bill. Or maybe we jump in, uh, you know, we bump into each other in the virtual matrix in the great state of New York where they're breaking handle records every month, or out in the desert where the true grinders get down, where Billy Walter sends his number runners. Uh, and of course we had, uh, what do you have? Hopefully you rebet the Dodgers one. We had three hot dogs yesterday with Miami Cleveland over and the Dodgers run line. Uh, I'm talking South point, of course, 
Or don't forget about Circa, the sparkling new Circa. If you go to Vegas and you like betting on sports, you got to get to the Mecca of sports betting. You know how they call it Madison Square Garden, the Mecca of basketball? Well, the Mecca of sports betting, shout out to Derek Stevens, it's Circa. Uh, it is the uh, the gambler's paradise there. Uh, but whether you're chilling by the pool, sweating sharp contrarian plays, sipping pina coladas with Stormy in the crew, or you're indoors in front of the big screen getting a, uh, getting a, uh, a victory burger by the Mega Bar or Mega Book, or, of course, my two other favorite books in Vegas, the Mandalay Bay and the LV Superbook, uh, the Westgate, wherever it may be. They're going to walk up to me and show me some winners. Show me a Dodgers run line. Again, hopefully you rebet that one. Maybe you didn't, but hopefully you did. Cleveland over. Miami getting it done with Alcantara. It got dicey, but it came through. But really the best one last night, the Fever. I got a Fever, and the only prescription is more is more WNBA overs, baby. The Fever coming up bigly for the team. you love to see it, guys. I wish you the best of luck. Uh, I'll be on Betting Cross America once again. My guy Pritch is back, uh, so tune in today, 3 to 4 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, but hope you have a great uh, great Wednesday, guys. Let's see if we can continue to grind. A lot of MLB sweats tonight. Let's get after it. I wish you the best of luck. My parting words, as always, stay sharp, stay contrarian, bet against the public, place yourself on the side of the house, always be with the smart money, never against it. Will smart money win every time? Of course not. But we're playing a long game, and over the long haul, majority of the time, smart money wins. So if we can find that sweet spot against the public, with the house, with the pros, flat bet, avoid parlays, get some closing line value. If we can do that, we're going to be okay long term. Have a great Wednesday, everyone. Good luck, and do not forget to tip your ticket writer. Good luck today, guys. Psst, there's a shortcut to platinum status at Shell. To saving 10 cents per gallon on every fill every day. Just fill up six times with Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline, and it's yours. Plus, you'll rejuvenate your engine. Get ready to level up performance, rewards, and savings. With continuous use in gasoline direct injection engine fuel injectors, Platinum status is earned with 12 fill-ups over three months, 10-gallon minimum per fill-up at participating Shell locations. Terms apply. Visit fuelrewards.com status. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.